Check, check. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. What's your cue over there? Twenty. Seven. Eight. Two. Twenty three, twenty four. Wait, are we on? <laughs> You're gonna have to lead us today with finally getting this Tottenham segment we've been talking about for three days. <laughs> well, I mean I think that it just needs to be short and sweet. I want to bring up two points. One, we finished 3-2. And two, we have more points than any other team in the Premier League in the last two years. We are yeah. on a good trajectory. I was going to say, Arsenal and Tottenham have been the two most consistent teams in the last few years. I'm glad we're starting with them. I think you're right. You said that they've had the most points. Tottenham has had the most points in the last two years. Arsenal has had second. Certainly and it's the most goals. I mean, absolutely. not even close. Not even close. And the number one defense. people, and he's injured. And he's, he's yeah, missed what, five games? Consistently injury-plagued. I wouldn't say plagued because yeah, it was the that, same but... exact injury on his right ankle twice in a row. And the first one, he kind of dove. His cleat got into the ground and rolled onto the outside of the ankle. I've had that injury and it's miserable. For at least a couple weeks, you can barely support your own weight, yet alone run around, score goals, and use that. His, he's a right-footed player, and if you don't have a right foot, then the moral of the story is, is he was probably healthier before he got back on the pitch, but he said, okay, you know, I'm probably 70% on my right. And what they said is say, well, then why don't we just put son up front because he's a hundred percent on both his feet so you're not ready to play yet and that's the that's one of the things that i love about tottenham is that mauricio pochettino has no problem saying you're not fit you're not the best fit for this position you're not the best fit for this formation you're not the for best sure. fit for the, and so he just says no harry you're staying on the bench and i don't think there was ever a time where there was he he was you know saying i want to get in the game um he just basically, you know, he realized because Mauricio Pochettino has coached these guys up so well. Well, Nasser Chadley is a case in point there, but you know, well, but Nasser a Chadley, better point of how good a coach Pochettino is. I, I understand where he's. And Chadley was like an off the, the bench players. player that was. Here's the problem: is that Chadley was, he was an out and out forward. And Harry Kane's a better out-and-out forward. So what Pochettino says is, why don't we get players like Kilmaine Son that can not be an out-and-out? He plays, I mean, he plays up forward, but he does not play out-and-out. He just says, okay, I'll be willing to be like Delhi, and I'll stay back a little bit, and I'll, you know, hold the ball up, or I'll pass it wide, or I'll, which is not the way that Nasser Chadley plays, which, no offense to him, because obviously, ex-Tottenham, I love the guy, but he was an out-and-out forward. And so he was always looking to get into the six-yard box, always moving that way, which is great for a team. And it just wasn't the right fit for a backup. You don't want to back up a player 
with the same player. It doesn't make sense. You want to back up the player with a player that can do something that that player either can't or won't do. Like Zlatan, he won't. Well, he's gotten better at it, but he usually won't stay back, play wide, pass balls into the midfield. And so if if you have a player that won't do something, then you can't pick up another player as his backup that also won't do that because sometimes the game calls for that. It says, hey, we need a guy like, we need to play a, I mean, I've seen games where Tottenham plays Sun, Delhi, and Erickson across the front, and none of those guys go forward. They basically just pass their way around until there's enough space to say, okay, Delhi shooting, Erickson shooting. Son's shooting. Son was the player of the the month two months in a row because he played the way that Mauricio Pochettino told him. Said, "Hey, step back, go wide. Rip, you know, pull two defenders into the corner and then just rip a ball back into the middle." And that's why I'm I'm extremely extremely satisfied with where Tottenham is right now. You're a huge Tottenham fan. What do you prioritize? Champions League next year? No. Or the Premier League title? Premier League. Title yeah. or bust, right? I mean, your guys No, it's are not title or bust, but it's 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 be in the last month of the, the... The last two seasons, in the last month of the season, we have had... We haven't had, obviously, control of our own destiny. But we have had the ability to put pressure on the title holder. Last year was our fault. This year, it was kind of a foregone conclusion. When we lost to West Ham United... And Chelsea had an easy schedule kind of rolling in. Yes, they stumbled a little bit. They were down 1-0. They won 2-1. But we knew full and well when we locked up second place, it was a victory. I was happy. Two years ago, it was like, come on, guys. I mean, like, you had the chance to really, you know, push the gas down, push the pressure on. This year, there was not really that pressure. We were, we were, you know, going like this, where as long as Chelsea didn't, you know, own goal six times, like, we knew. I mean, like, I, I think full and well people knew Tottenham was going to finish second. And when they locked up second, I think was kind of one of the best days in my Tottenham fanhood, was when we knew... We have Champions League. Nobody can finish ahead of us above second. This is a good season. Yeah, I mean, so you're. I thought that Champions League would be a bit higher on your, you know, I just list here because Leicester, you know, they. I guess they, they did won really it all. Well. So then you're like, okay, we did that. Let's now let's make the best of the Champions League. Well, and that was a whole different ball game because Leicester, the whole first half of the season was arguably one of the three worst teams in the Premier League. They had no chance of repeating. They looked possibly oh, they fired saying. their coach. Yeah. They were in the relegations. I mean, it was just ugly. Tottenham is not an ugly team and they won't be an ugly team. And the same way that we as as Tottenham fans would remember as Everett would remember Arsenal. because I forced him to remember. I, li- I like Tottenham. But the whole know, first half of the season, it. remember, we were the longest unbeaten team in the yeah, Premier I League. I was going to bring that up. Mind you, it was like or... six draws in a row at one point, but that doesn't matter. It was here's less one impressive thing. near the end. Agreed, but here's one thing. We never lost a game at White Hart Lane last year. Yeah. Never lost a game. 
in a final season in that stadium. That's awesome. That's pretty know? great. That's something to be proud of. And too. obviously, Wembley is has been a little bit of a meh for us, but I don't think that's the point. I think it's it's because of the competition we were playing. Well, you told me about the pitch at White Hart Lane compared to Wembley. It's, it's just crazy. The differences and how it affects your team. Because so after West Ham moved their field over, which again they sucked this year at home, was. It's a difference in the pitch dimensions, and it's, I think, five meters shorter on the wide, and I think it's almost about the same on the on the depth, and that's huge. I mean, that's huge, because if you're thinking, I mean, it, think, it goes from you right here, you know, hugging the line and Christian Erickson trying to hold up the ball, versus on Wembley, where there's five more yards out there, where you're thinking... What's he doing? Right? He, he needs to be five yards further out to be hugging that same line, which makes the cross in five yards further in. And so it just changes it because it, it goes to practice, right? We practice, we practice, we practice, we practice. Christian Erickson can take a ball off the end line where he's, you know, kind of holding up the corner flag and he turns and he hits it. He knows that ball's going X far. At Wembley, it goes short. It goes to the edge of the six yard box rather to the point of the attack. So it's just going to be, here's the good thing about that. Christian Erickson is a practicer. Deli Alley is a practicer. Harry Kane is a practicer. Those guys are going to be on Wembley and they're going to be, exactly. So if here's the old White Hart Lane pitch line, the new one is out here. And so when Christian Erickson crosses something, he's thinking, okay, I'm going to hit it, you know, whatever, 26 yards right here. Whereas when he sees the end line, your body just goes into this, mechanical reaction it's the same way in golf we play golf is if you're if I told you you have a 25 foot putt you could close your eyes and probably lag it up there pretty close because you know how far 25 yards is and if 25 feet if the same metrics if I said you're here and you and here was where you just last putt that 25 foot putt and then the hole was then eight feet further, you'd look like an idiot because you'd put it up there 25 feet and you'd be eight feet short. And that's kind of where the Wembley, that's what everyone was talking about this year, how bad Tottenham is at Wembley. It's just really that they are, they're practicing on a field and then they're playing on a different field. And it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, Kyle Walker's out. Walker's out? Yeah. And, and, and back to our other episode, which linked to below or above or wherever it puts it, I think Kyle Walker and Alexi Sanchez might be playing on the same team next year at Bayern Munich. But Kyle Walker's out. Good news hey. is Kieran Trippier has become a spectacular... I'm hearing that they're going to replace him. If he moves, they said Sidibe. No. They're looking at Sidibe. But um, he wouldn't. He would never come into the first team, the same way that Musa Sissoko mm-hmm. last year, this this last this last year didn't start. He 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 had to kind of feel his way in. Pochettino would sub him in at the 68th. He'd sub him in to say, "Look, this is the way Tottenham plays. This is the way I want you to play in that formation." Kieran Trippier will show him the way. While he might be, you no. know, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who they pick up. Kieran Trippier will, the first game of the year, if Kyle Walker leaves, Trippier will start. Guaranteed. Doesn't matter 
who, who they, they get. Up. Okay. Doesn't matter. You know what I like about Tottenham is that they will actually develop player from the youth ranks and then use them. So I'm not saying other teams don't have youth ranks and, you know, a system. But Tottenham seems like the only ones you can graduate out of. Absolutely. And, and actually get in the starting 11. If, and it gives you, exactly, it gives you that hope. Harry think, Winks, Harry Kane. I mean, they're not all named Harry, but I'm starting to think it's a conspiracy they, or something. They come out of the youth ranks thinking, hey, if I work hard enough, guys in front of me have started for the guy. first team. Uh, that, George yeah. Kevin Kudu? It's another one, but yeah. Well, but the same point is that teams develop a player and then they know they might start for the first team. I look at a guy like, way off topic, way off teams, Gerard De La Feu, Everton, Barcelona developed. Barcelona mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. multiple times indicated that they want to buy him back, which means they did one thing right and one thing wrong. One thing right, they developed a great player. One thing wrong, they gave him up too early, and they gave him away for basically free. He's playing at Everton. And now they're saying, well, we want him back. And I don't think he's going to go back because, again, Barcelona What's has... What's the price for Ali if he, million. if he leaves? He's what, the most ooh, expensive player how on many, the earth. And how many years would $200 million be? I'm that would talking. be his transfer fee. Yeah, but not not to this season. This season, if you wanted to prize him away, if you wanted, he would be the most expensive player in the world because... Jeez. It's a lot of uh, select, name select one, soccer balls. Name one player <laughs> under the age of 24, and there's only one player that I can think of that maybe is in that relevance, the 24-25. No. Okay. That would be worth that kind of money. I mean, they say Neymar is worth that type of money. I'm hearing, I mean, he might transfer. He's in that category. The only one that plays like him just brilliant no but yeah but they're they they do not play the same position i'm just saying okay. i was thinking romelu lukaku again i mean lukaku I think and ali they're not the same player not even different. way but i'm just saying from an age wise and from how much they can make a team change i think that lukaku is one of those players anton griezmann is one of those players Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is one of those players. Deli Ali is arguably one of those players, kind Mbappe. of like a Sanchez. Kylian Mbappe is he's not young. in what that. He's not him? in that. He's not in that level yet, but he, yeah, he very could well could. You be. could see him break through. Like he needs, Mane he, broke through. Everybody needs two seasons to be that guy. You can't have one good season because everybody's not everybody, but a lot of people have had one good season. Can we go? To just some et cetera stuff here with Huddersfield Town, Brighton, and Hove Albion, and Newcastle? Or yeah, no? you, we can. I mean, we can. I mean I, I mean, I can talk about Tottenham forever, but well, I like it. I say we can go long today, you know? You're um, talking about promotion stuff. Yeah. It's interesting to me. I don't know enough mm. about these sides. I mean, Newcastle's back. The other Newcastle. two have I mean, never been promoted, guys. making Sorry. all sorts of money this year. Um, Newcastle with their, I mean, they were they were one of the parachute teams, so they had a lot of money to keep their players around. They busted through the league, and now they're back up. Brighton Hove Albion, that's I mean, that's gonna be cool. I mean, it's gonna be cool to watch players like those guys be motivated. It was almost Reading 
They lost. No, because Reading, Reading, it was in the playoffs. But yeah, Reading has final. been in the Premier League in the I last know. five years. No, not five. But yeah, they would have made. They would have still been getting paid or something. No, you only get one year extra after uh, you okay. get relegated or the other way. But it's at least Reading has been there in the last. Yeah, they're six, a name. Seven I mean, years. <laughs> Huddersfield Town, Brighton, Brighton Hill, Albion, Albion. They are, they are proverbial. You know, yeah. those guys. Champions League, you know, if you watch uh, the second tier, then you know all about them, maybe. Champions but... League? Well, that's what they call the... Championship. Uh, League's Championship. <laughs> Sorry, I'm caught up from yesterday. <laughs> I guess we should acknowledge that we did okay on our prediction. I said 3-1, and there was a last-minute goal. We both goal. got it Come right. I was, I was a little farther off, and I thought... And I said... My initial instincts were right. It was going to be a blowout. And I I said blowout. I mean, well, I that's what I was thinking. About. You I tried said to come back two, on the juvie defense. I tried to see the, the juvie defense. I would like to say that I said that there would be a you were zero close. one you one one half seven. He got. I think one. you were you were close on everything. He got one, and but the moral story I said it's going to be zero one 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 and half. It was. I said three one Real. It was. Four, I called one. that Pjanic, but he missed that goal early. Whatever. Let's. So looking forward, I guess. The problem is with Huddersfield Town and Brighton Hove Albion is that they do not have enough quality to deal with the likes of let's give me give me some money give me somebody right from ten to fifteen give me someone from ten to relegation give me a team Palace with no Palace, Palace okay good Yannick Bolasi Christian <laughs> Menteke um. Johan Kabai, I mean, etc. You're trying to tell me that Huddersfield Town or Brighton Hove Albion is going to stick around with those kind of guys? No chance. And so that's the kind of, not problem, because it's not a problem. It's beautiful. These guys are going to make 60 million, 70 million. I think it's, I think it's 150, 150 million pounds over two seasons when you make. Yeah. It, when you get promoted. So the moral of the story is, is they're going to have boatloads of cash. They can go out and find guys. You know, they can go out and get guys from the Ajaxes, the AZ Alkmars, the, you know, the kind of like, not, yeah, I don't say I mean, lower. There's, there's million pound guys that are, are No, you essential. would never spend a million pounds on, you would never, on Huddersfield, you would never take your 160 million and go blow it on Anton Griezmann. No, I'm not, I didn't say a lot of money. I just said like a, 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 a small transfer for someone like uh, Ben Gibson or somebody just not a big. I'm not saying spend it all on Anton Griezmann. No way. No, no. That way. would never happen. No. But you buy a few littler guys. You exactly. have to. I mean, you're in a whole different league now, like you said. Musa Dembele from Celtic. That's a guy that Newcastle be... could hang. Well, but that's because they don't have to drop all their guys. I mean, but like you said, Iosi if we compare it to guys the bottom, like that, you know, it's 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 not good. It's not good. I mean, the moral story is that Crystal Palace one should be finishing higher than they are. Even guys like Hull and yada, yada, yada. Those kind of guys should still be finishing higher than they are. And they have incredible talent. The top seven is the seven wonders of the Premier League. The top teams we would expect. That, that, you yeah, know, but it goes from five and happened. two. There's a five and two, for sure. So Watford. Definitely Watford. relegation city next year. I mean, no, I don't think so, though. Okay, but I, I, I put Newcastle above them. I would too, and then Burnley I put above. I, I think Burnley's going Burnley's down. Burnley's going down. I think down. Andre they Gray. Got talent. I think Andre Gray's going to be. Bought. They got heart. Uh, I think Andre Gray. As long as be they bought. got Tom, what is the wall of Tom? 
that doesn't matter. That's only as I mean, how good was Gio Gio Luigi Buffon? He was great. How many shots can you stop? <laughs> it doesn't matter. NHL, Pecorino, how many stop shots can you stop? How many times can somebody yeah. bang goals? Then it and starts getting tough. Swans are good. Palace is good. Stokes Swans good. Are, Lester's good. So, and I think he, Swans would go. I mean, I think Swans would go down. Possibly Burnley. I hate to say that. but And then one of the other two will be in the relegation. And they'll probably both be in the relegation zone. Yeah, and Crystal Palace would be moving up, and Newcastle would be moving up. So let's uh, review your Tottenham and say, are they you? You predict them number one next season? I do. Who the, who challenges them Chelsea for the title? Again. Chelsea's number two. It followed by. We got to see what happens in the off season. I know, but I mean, I hate to say it, but I think Man U is just going to do their usual thing and buy. Man U, that'd be uh, improvements. Yeah, I was about to say they're going to buy one or two. Just they're going to blow way more cash. And the thing is, is that Arsenal would be my number two if they would do the Man U, and they would just say, you know what? Let's take a hundred and eighty. Let's take two hundred and fifty million pounds, and let's just go buy a whole bunch of guys. And to what I told Everett a little while ago, like when when Barca first bought, you know, their attacking Suarez, Neymar thing, they didn't look good for a little while because you have to learn how to play together. And Tottenham plays together very well because all those guys are already Ooh. on the pitch. They do. And here's the thing is that... And I like to say they have bad defense, but they, they have the best defense in the best Premier League. Best defense two, two seasons <laughs> in a row. They're the number one. And to Everett's point, they're also usually the highest scoring yeah. goal guy. How do you beat that? Score Three. the most goals and allow the least. I think the that's what they're ever? all trying to do. First time ever. Three players scored 20 or more goals. <laughs> that was impressive, too. Crazy. The stats speak for themselves. And the moral of the story is, is that it has to be culminating. Has to it be does. Up. It does, and that's why, like Imagine I said, Imagine if they still had Gary Bale and he wasn't uh, sitting on the bench at Real Madrid, just not, riding yeah. pine. Yeah, he's gonna move. They say Man U again. That's why I said Man U is the. Okay, so we'll say Bale goes to Man U. You got him in third. Arsenal get him in the Champions League or no? Yeah. Okay, Arsenal fourth. Thank you for the love. So that puts Everton perennial seventh. How does that feel? It feels bad seeing as that Romelu Lukaku. And one of the best strikers. He could be. Absolutely one I mean, of if the you best were playing, strikers. let's not kid ourselves. If you were playing for Tottenham, you could have 40 goals. <sighs> 40? I mean, come on. You're saying that he could have more goals than Harry Kane well, in the same position? Well, no. I'm saying if Harry Kane played all season, Harry Kane would have more. Okay. okay. But I'm just yeah. saying putting more guys like that can't hurt. No, you couldn't. If, if Everton, yeah, if Lukaku could just run, just get on sides enough. Oh my but God. he's not an offsides player. He's not, but on Tottenham, I don't know if he's fast enough. That team, they You're fly. Right. They do. Son and Kane. I mean, Kane is a, a fleet-footed big guy. Yeah. And that's the reason they can run as fast as they yeah. do. I like it. I think they slow down without Walker, though. You you got a serious thing coming. But Kieran Trippier is very good. He's not He's not Kyle Walker. Yeah, but like you said, he can't He, he can't He's not, any he's like not as big. But that just means that all you do is play even wider. Instead of running into the channels, you just pull it a little bit wide and just... That was Champions League set. So who's in Europa? You're going to say Everton perennial 7th? Are you going to give... you got to say Liverpool's I was about to say that. I mean, they're hot, hot, hot. Jurgen Klopp is doing well there. And and then City. I mean, City will got be got them right dropping a few spots. Four or five. Four or five, so... I think the City, Liverpool, Arsenal... 
will be that four, five, six area. I think Man U will get up to third. I think it's I think Chelsea. Arsenal has to focus and, on the league. You know, you, you take and look and see who's on Champions League and who might let some games slip. Chelsea has no problem playing both competitions. Um, City needs to do something in Champions League, I'm feeling like. Man U is going to try and do both. We'll see how that works out. Liverpool, I think Klopp's main idea is Champions League, you know, because that's... No, I still think he's league He wants to beat... His German counterparts, but he can't. I, I, I don't I mean, think, I think he's he's I gonna he's give not. them the old. Uh, he can't beat the German counterparts, Josie, and give up on the league like Mourinho always does. Yeah, but, but that not always because he's this is this. But I mean, I don't think that. I don't think that. I think Man U will be better next year. I think okay. So from the slide perspective, Chelsea will still be as good as they are. Tottenham will still be as good as they are. Arsenal will be better. Man U will be much better. Man City will be just as good. Everton will be just as good. And Liverpool will be arguably a little bit better. <laughs> good, I like how you did that down here. But I mean, saying Perennial arguably seventh, we, we a little bit better because Liverpool they seem like again they seem. Jurgen Klopp seems a lot like Pochettino, and you see, like, you've seen how many times, how many times, okay, here's a good example. How many times have you seen Tottenham or Liverpool score a goal, and then them come celebrate with their coach? Quite a bit. They're, like, hugging Klopp. They're, like, high-fiving Pochettino and sliding from him. How many times does Arsenal, how much? How many times does Kieran Gibbs score jokes. a header and run jokes. over to Arsene Banger and, like, kiss him on the mouth? Never! It's Giroud, and they bust open a thing of caviar and have but a cup But they don't even, not even on the field. They do it later. But the moral of the story is, is that... Oui, this girl was exquisimente. They don't, but they don't, like, they don't, like, oh, my coach. Like, my coach is the reason why I'm here. And we extended it. I know, which is why I told you. Sanchez gone, Ozil back. And I right. think that's pretty much official. So here's a look forward we're going to do. I think we're going to skip any other international stuff because we had Champions League this week. We are going to look at some American footy hey. on the next episode. Hey. MLS. I am going to go ahead the nation. and put my hand up to God and say, I know a lot about footy. I'm not an MLS we're, The name's American <laughs> footy, but we... <laughs> Don't watch much MLS, no. and you're lucky that we started because of we're going to be highly Atlanta United focused. Yeah, which I think is not bad because they're gaining a huge presence here. If you probably don't know, I mean, you're Damn. probably going to join our show for international stuff because we love the Premier League and yeah. and Bundesliga and La Liga and Ligon and Syria and you know UEFA, but. Uh, MLS Eric is going to be a focus. The that... Euros, this just in. <laughs> <laughs> I do. We'll, we'll get to that one day. Um, but MLS. So right now, we'll te- we'll talk to you about the state of the MLS nation. Atlanta United wish that they were doing better. They're middling. Yeah. I mean, no, not even. They're probably near the bottom of the pack now. But. Yeah. Um, that's neither here nor there. They're, this is their first year. So, anything else to say about Tottenham? Just the quick sponsors. Atlanta Braves, Ricky Sports Bar, Select Footies. Let me put on my hat. Ooh, no, Wilson's got it. <laughs> gotta, there we go. There it is. All right. Oh, wait. And, whoops. Oh, no. Like, 
and subscribe or check out the next video right here maybe all right we out we'll catch you again we all chair minana jack we all Austin minana uh please feel free to translate and comment and whatever else you guys do on the internet <laughs> <laughs>